Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and yes, children of all ages, because this podcast is for everyone. When I mean everyone, it means everyone. You could be a little boy, a little girl, a person going through puberty, a person that has been through puberty, an adult, a person that's in college, uh, older statesman or elder stateswoman, if you will. But this podcast is for everyone, and this podcast is named My Two Cents Podcast. I am the host, and and it is presented by me, G2. G2 is my nickname. My name is Gerald Garrett, and I am your host. Now, why did I decide to make a podcast is because I usually am around my family and well, we would have conversations about everything in life, whether it be politics from time to time, which we really don't like to get into, because personally, politics really does nothing for us, um, or the job market, or cartoons, or food, or just basically anything that we want to talk to. Usually, we have these conversations while we're driving down the highway, getting from one destination to another. And I just thought to myself, well, why not just make a podcast? I have a lot of opinions, and I'm usually the opinionated person in my family, and if you ask anybody in my family, they will tell you the exact same thing. I am opinionated. It doesn't come out in my school life, because I usually just sit back in the back and just watch everything go by. I get in, I get out. I make my grades, which usually are A's and B's, possibly some C's here in time, but majority A's and B's. Um, but that is one of the main reasons why I decided to do this podcast. The other reason why I decided to do this podcast was because I am naturally an introvert. As you just heard me say, I am usually the guys in the back, sitting somewhere in the back. Not saying a word. I don't usually communicate with anybody in my classroom. The only time I'll ever communicate with anybody in my classroom is if I have to do a class project or if I have to do an assignment or if I have questions about something that I didn't understand. That is whenever you'll hear me. But other than that, I am silent. You will more than likely never notice me in your classroom and that is that's just me so i decided to do this podcast as trying to open myself out to this world and i know as i'm doing this there are there is a possibility that people will not like my opinions on certain things people will say well your opinion is a dime a dozen guess what that's the reason why i'm kind of doing this podcast that's the reason why i'm kind of doing what i'm doing right now and for anybody that's listening to me thank you for even taking this time out of your day to listen to me just ramble right now because this is the first episode of this podcast there will be more to come later down the pipeline i am just a beginner doing this podcast whole thing i've been listening to podcasts for some time i don't know when the first whenever 
how what year it was, but I can remember the first podcast I did listen to. It was the Art of Wrestling podcast by a professional wrestler now signed by AEW named Colt Cabana. And I would listen to his podcast constantly. He would talk to other professional wrestlers about how their life is on the indies, how their life is on the main roster. And what I mean by main roster, it is people that got signed by WWE or at the time whenever this professional wrestling company was big time um, as the number two promotion Impact Wrestling. He will talk to his professional wrestlers there and figure out how their life was on the main roster, how it kind of differentiated itself from the independents. And then I would just think and just marinate in all these guys and gals just basically telling you about their experiences that they had in life, what type of life lessons that they learned, and what type and what type of environment that they've been to. It was just fascinating to me. So that's also another reason why I kind of decided this podcast. I have learned certain things throughout life at my short span of life right now. I'm only 24, but I do have some knowledge that I can bestow upon the young children and younglings that are listening to this podcast. And I probably can bestow some knowledge unto um, the elder statesmen and or adults that have probably forgotten this forgotten the knowledge that I am going to drop or probably haven't thought about it in this way of which I will be telling about some some of my life experiences and some of the things I have learned so yeah you're gonna hear me stumble you're gonna hear me fumble you're gonna hear me make pauses and I know that's probably not a professional thing to do in podcasts but yet again I am just an amateur right now this is my first time doing anything of this nature I am right now sitting in my chair jittery so much because this like I said this is so different for me and uh it's 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 something um but yeah let me let you know a little bit about myself as I said I am 24 years old I am in college right now i am a college student at coastal carolina university um i <laughs> it is a very very strange and is very very strange right now because i just got done with my fall semester and i'm waiting to enter my spring semester and as of right now I'm on top of everything because I have made all A's for this semester, but one B in one class, I believe. If I look back at my, <sighs> if I look back at my schedule, that would, would that would tell me everything. But as of right now, I know I made three. I know I made A's in probably one B, but nevertheless, it's 18 credit points, and that goes upon to my credit hours. But yet again, why would you care? Why would you care to know these things? Because, yet again, I'm just rambling off. But let me get past that. As I said, I am in Coastal Carolina University. I am 24 years old. I am a black college student, which is not different in this day and age. But it still comes with its challenges here and there. Because the natural state of mind for 
college students is to do this and do that, but whenever you are a minority, there's some added pressure to you, and whether people like to admit it or not, there is added pressure onto minorities because other minorities are looking upon them, their family members are looking upon them, their whole culture is looking at them because they are a representation of their culture in that college because if they don't do good, they are setting a bar for how high or how low that minority can make it. And yet again, people will disagree with that, but that is literally the truth. But let me go on. I am living in South Carolina. I have lived in South Carolina all my life. I usually would travel with my family up to the Northeast to visit relatives. We have relatives all around the world. Um, during this whole situation, we haven't been able to visit our relatives as much as we would have liked to. But, hey, we still um, are safe. We make sure they're safe. We um, do our, do our civic duties to wear our mask and do everything that we're supposed to do, but let me get off that because I will be getting some, uh, not so nice situation, mail, or, not even mail, because people don't use mail like that to be sending hate messages, they do it on social media, so, uh, yeah, let me get off that because if I get any type of hate social media, I probably won't read it, you'll just be wasting your time, and I don't want you to waste your time, why waste your time on that? You got other things in life. I'm a half glass, kind of full type of guy. I look at things on the positive end, and if I can't look at it on the positive end, I look at it on what did I learn type situation. And yes, people will still say that's still a positive end, but I don't consider it that way. I consider it positives as you are positive. You are constantly positive. You are you can lose a dollar and say, you know what, I lost a dollar, but I still have $99 left. That's on the positive end. See, that's a positive. That is not me all the time. When I say I look at it as a learning experience is that, okay, if I gave a dollar or if I lost a dollar, it made me learn that, you know what, I probably should keep money more in my pocket. I probably shouldn't have it laying out somewhere. Things of that nature. But yet again, I am that's just who I am. I am all over the place. As you can tell right now, I am really all over the place on the introduction of just telling you exactly who I am, which is probably going to turn you off. But if you do turn off, I do understand, and I have no problem with you doing that. But if you're still listening, thank you very much. And I'm going to be constantly saying thank you because you know what? You constantly could be doing something else with your time. You could be having this in your background doing every other thing, but like I said, I am just an amateur at this right now, and you are growing with me as I am growing with this, um, I am also the middle child of my family, and being a middle child, you are required to do things that you don't normally like to do, and that's crazy to hear, because you would think, as children, you're always required to do this, you're required to do that, but when you're in the middle child, you take on some added responsibilities because you can see your elder siblings doing one thing, and you want to do it, but you know you have to take care of your younger siblings. You have to sacrifice some of your life to take care of the younger siblings and also look after them and let them have the pleasures of enjoying life as the way that you had to enjoy life while you see your elder brothers 
or elder sisters or elder siblings do things that you have not been able to experience yet. Your elder siblings are able to look at you and say, you know what, the middle child got it. He's able to look after them while I go out and do my thing. And that's just what it is. If you're the middle child, trust me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And that's me. I am the middle child of my family. And um, I am just that guy. I put myself on the back burner and I make sure my family's alright. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not complaining about it at all. I'm really not. It might sound like it, but I'm not. Trust me, I'm not complaining about it. Um, I'm just trying to give you details of who I am. I have loved professional wrestling all my life, and you will hear about it in episodes to come as well down the line because I'll be talking about from different. I'll be talking about wrestling from different topics, from um, terminology that wrestlers would use, the characters' point of view. I've even tried to write storylines for professional wrestling from time to time, and I'm and I never have gotten a call back or anything like that. I've never sent out my type of products, but I did send a letter to WWE when I was, ooh, I don't know how old I was, but I was around the time CM Punk was WWE Champion going into WrestleMania. Nope, this was after WrestleMania. This was during his summer. This was before... Yeah, this was whenever he turned heel. Summer. That summer, whenever he turned heel. Around that time frame. Because before certain individuals got um, signed by them. And if you think I am just lying to you, trust me, there is a skit out there. If you Googled it, if you go into YouTube or you go to WWE Network, there's a skit where Dale Bryan and Kane are in therapy. And there is a guy in there named... Gerald and that guy is professional wrestler signed by now AEW Scorpio Sky and I thought that was crazy when I heard that they used me when I was watching Raw one night and I heard the name Gerald that was kind of their little nod to me saying that they got the letter they read it I know that they read that and people will say no but when I told my buddies about the letters that I sent to WWE and they saw the episode of Raw, and when I got to school, they tapped me like, Gerald, I heard your name on Raw last night. They didn't say Gerald Garrett, they just said Gerald. That was a little nod, nod, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and I'm glad that they did get the letter. But anyway, let me get back to my point. Um, I'm a professional wrestling fan, as you just saw me go off on that tangent, and I will be talking about everything later. I also, a small little quick tidbit, um... Pac-Man enthusiast, not enthusiast, but I am a guy that helped put Pac-Man on the television screens with the new Pac-Man, new, new uh, not the new Millennium, the, the last Pac-Man show that they just had on television, but I would never get royalties from it because I know they used my idea and they tweaked it and they they're gonna say no they didn't and i'm gonna have to say this allegedly they use my idea but i'm here to tell you that i know and i'm not you know what screw that i can't say i know because i'll get sued by the big company so i'll have to take this episode down and probably edit it out i'm not doing all that so i'll say they 
probably used my idea. They probably used the idea to bring Pac-Man back after, I don't know, some odd many years. After it's been on hiatus, the last time you saw Pac-Man before the whole uh, Pac-Man and his two friends going after all these ghosts in a weird, weird way. The last time you saw Pac-Man before that was, ooh, some odd 1990s, early 90s, probably. In the early 80s, I'll give you better details next episode. I'm just throwing you out who I am first. But I had a group of friends, me, uh, another guy, DM, another guy, TB. And we came up with the show called Pac-Man The New Millennium. And it was going to be based around... Pac-Man and his family, but I'll get more into that on another, another episode down the pipeline. I'm just giving you more information about me. Yet again, I am jittery. I am just trying to control myself. More than likely, the next episode, you'll hear me better out. Better. Just better at what this is. Trust me, you'll hear me better. I won't be so jittery. I won't be so antsy. This is just so new and exciting to me that I'm just so jittery. And I'm antsy and I just want to get this out the way. So I can just get this under my belt. Say I have one episode in the pocket. One episode out there to the world. And I might get crapped on. It might get some support from people. That's fine if you get crapped on. It's fine if you get support. I'm just happy with myself. I'm happy with the, anybody that listens to this. I'm just so excited just to get this out the way. And just get this off of me. Um, another interesting thing about me is that. I like, well, anime. Not anime anime. Like, I don't go deep through the realms that certain people or peoples are out here in the deep realm of anime. But if I happen to see an anime that I like, I will click it. The last anime that I really got myself into is the series JoJo Bizarre Adventures right now. And uh, me and my brother just watched the episodes on Tubi um, of... The Golden Wind, I believe. That was the... Uh, God. God. It was uh, Dio's son. There it is. Dio's son. If you know Gio Giovanna or some kind of like that. But you get the drift. That's the last season that we just saw. We saw it all in its entirety uh, this summer. Just, I mean, we just completely just watched it all on Tubi. And I need to go back to the first two seasons I jumped in. On the third season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. This whole big old thing. And I got hooked by it. Because my brother showed me just one part where uh, on the third season. I believe it was Josuke. I believe that's what his name was. The big muscled up dude. He looks cool. Either way, he mushed a flight attendant that was a female, and he just mushed her in the face. And it was it was funny. Let me just make this perfectly clear. It was funny. It was nothing misogyny about it. It was just funny. He was trying to get about his business. He's all about getting about his business. You see him throughout that whole season, and even beyond the season, and even on the next season, he's just straight up all about his business. He's do his business and get it done. And that's all you ever have to worry about with him. But anyway, I'm into certain anime. Shows Dragon Ball Z. I watched Dragon Ball Z throughout my whole entire life, except for Dragon Ball Z 
Super. I've been dabbling in and out. I've never watched the whole season of Dragon Ball Super. That's just what it is. I've never watched the whole entire season of it. And it might still be going on. It might not. I don't know. But Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, I did watch whenever that would show up on Adult Swim. And if anybody from that era, whenever Dragon Ball GT showed up on Adult Swim, they know exactly what I mean whenever that showed up on um, Adult Swim. I've watched... Uh, even the Dragon Ball Z, a bridge, and my brother turned me onto that on YouTube. It just showed me the popo moments, and then I watched the Vegeta moments, and I decided, you know what, let me watch some of these abridge episodes. And the abridge episodes are funny and hilarious. So, um, like I said, I like Dragon Ball. I played almost all the Dragon Ball Z games. I don't get, I haven't got dabbled into much into the Dragon Ball Z fighters. I was into Xenoverse. One, I played it, and I was like, okay, this is cool, but I'm used to, like, the Dragon Ball Z, like, Budokai and Budokai Tikaichi series. I'm just gonna be real with you. I'm used to those type of series, um, game types. That's simple enough for you. If you go back to PS2 and the GameCube, you know exactly what I'm talking about with Budokai and Budokai Tikaichi. They were straight fire. They were enjoyable. They had replay value. And if you still, and if you play it now on any type of emulator that they have now on, um, either it be PCs or laptops, maybe. I don't know, really, if they have it on laptops. But I know what I've seen on PCs. When people have gaming PCs, they play it on the PCs. And, um, it's, it has replay value. When you see it, you'll know that it has replay value. It's, enjoyable you'll be able to play with everybody that you grow up with that i grew up with personally you will be able to play with and i'll tell you matter of fact let me tell you now my favorite person throughout dragon ball z is vegeta a close second and who i really gained appreciation for growing up and thinking about it now is Gohan, but I'll go more into Gohan later in another episode. I'm just throwing you out episodes that I'm going to tell you who I like in certain series. I'm going to tell you who I like in life. I'm going to tell you what I like about in life. I'm just throwing out multiple things to you in the first episode, and that's the gift of this thing, whole entire thing of podcasting. They, This whole thing has allowed anybody and everybody just to throw out anything that they want to this world and either the world accepts it or it rejects it either way it's just out there in the world and why not throw my gift out there in the world um what else about me what else um i'm a family guy as you guys should already as you guys already tell tell when i went to my diet drive earlier that i am just a family oriented type guy um what else should i what else you know about me uh i'm an indoor person i'm not really much an outdoor guy i enjoy staying inside my home i enjoy staying inside um watching television i enjoy going on the internet watching um movies here and there i would watch 
professional wrestling, more or less, if that's what I, more or less, that's what you'll probably see me on, anything professional wrestling related, um, as of right now, my television is paused right now, on to Up Up Down Down Uno, and I watched that since this whole thing has gone down, this whole summer, with the Uno series of Up Up Down Down, and by the way, plugged up, shout out to Up Up Down Down, because they are an enjoyable, uh, Thing to see on YouTube is nothing but professional wrestlers getting to show themselves that you don't get to see this extra personable side on um, YouTube. They get you get to see them get to have fun with video games. You get to see them have fun, um, just to see them smile and get to see them be real humans instead of having to be like the stoicy people that you see on television, the char the caricature that you see on television. You get just to see their well, enjoyable faces. You get to just see them be enjoyable human beings. They're not terrible people. And, and professional wrestlers are actually smart. Professional wrestlers are um money makers. They engage you. They are able to talk about certain things that make you remember, oh yeah, that's what I enjoy, that's actually what I like. They play, actually played to play some old video games on this, on that show that you um probably have played throughout your whole life. And, matter of fact, another episode I'm going to be talking about later, by God, yet again, another one I have in the can later, is video games that I played in my past, in my uh young Life in my young life as a child, as from the ages of growing up playing games at probably the age of four to now, just video games that I personally enjoy. That'll be another episode that I talk about yet again. Man, this is just so uh, new to me. I'm just my brain's jumping over from place to place. I usually have things wrote out, but man, I don't have nothing wrote out for this one because this is just the first episode. It's basically the intro. It's the gift. Um, my hobbies: chilling, family, and uh, going to the beach. You know, going to the beach is soothing. It is soothing. Since I live in the South, I live in South Carolina. I'm not too far from the beach. Probably like an hour drive away from the beach. It's soothing. It's relaxing when you get on that sand and you look at the water. And if you happen to have a beach seat or a beach chair, or if you happen to just go and reserve you a room at a hotel and you're staring at the water sitting on a balcony and just sitting on the chair. Matter of fact, by the way, here's a here's a fun known fact about me. Whenever I stand on a balcony, I stand like one foot inside the room and one foot out on the balcony like I'm about to perform a split. That's how I stand on the balcony. I don't fully, completely trust a balcony of a hotel. I just don't. Um, it's scary. It is frightening i have a fear that the balcony will just straight up just break off with it's weird to me i don't like it i don't like the balcony but i mean by god when you stand on when you just are able to look at the your the just the beach just the water coming close to the sand it's something about it that is just so soothing 
in your heart and in your spirit and in your body that you can just look at it and just say, by God, this is enjoyable. You can just stop and just breathe it in, man. Just breathe in that life. You can just breathe in life. You can just take your care, you take your worries away and just breathe and just get the whole world off your shoulder. And that's what I enjoy about the beach. You can just go there and not have a dollar in your pocket and just go on that beach and just enjoy life and just sit there on that sand and just watch the water just come in and just it's inviting but caution kids the beach is the beach water is dangerous because there is a thing called i believe um i don't know if it's high i don't know if it was the tide or something there's something in that water your parents or anybody else that probably knows this will tell you and educate you on this is that when if you go too deep into the water you'll get drug you'll get pulled into the water and that has happened a lot down here in south carolina people walk too much into the water and by god they get soaked and they get wrapped in and they're trying to get out the water and they get just dragged in by the water and it's crazy to think about it but that's the truth your whole body will get dragged into it and you have no say so on the measure of trying to get out and it's weird it's weird when you hear about people getting dragged into the water but yet again i'm sorry to put that whole dampering stuff right there i'm trying to just tell you about what i like and i just had to throw out a caution there to people that might enjoy the water a lot and i know i said the water is just so enjoyable like welcoming but you do have to be safe you have to be cautious that things do go wrong and i don't need nobody to get sucked in by the tide and just be out there in the water and happen to go belly up by it let's try to make it into this new year of 2021 and let's try to make 2021 a better year than 2020 was but that's the next episode which i will be talking about um the year 2020 and how much of a dumpster fire 2020 was to this whole entire world whether it be people inside their home people actually having to talk to their other siblings and other relatives inside their home or whether it be on the flip side certain people not be able to see their relatives and not see um other people that they're used to seeing and they actually had to stay inside their home and just de- find ways to entertain themselves and actually talk to themselves because certain people don't talk to themselves certain people don't like to have those heart hard heart to heart conversations with themselves and I know how that feels from time to time. Because you know what? Having that heart-to-heart conversation with yourself can be a hard thing to do. It's hard to look yourself in the eye and say, you know what? You screwed up. You know what? You are 
a terrible person for uh, this situation or something that has happened in the past that you probably blamed on somebody else. 2020 was that 2020 was a year for us to really sit back and really think about what is important. But I'll get to that on the next episode of 2020 review. The year of 2020, the dumpster fire which a lot of people would say or the year 2020, the year of peer reflection. Of what has happened to you in your life or what has happened to this world of you just that you could actually sit down and just real not even say relax but you could sit down and just really see how this world really works oh yes and the most important thing about me is that i am observant i can't believe it took me this long to just even get to this i am completely observant there are certain things that will be missing out of my observant eye. And I just said that I am completely observant. Yes, I'm completely observant. But there are certain times that I do happen to miss things. There are certain things that I do happen to miss. And whenever I miss something, you know what? It's crazy that I miss it. Because you, my mother will mention to me, Did you happen to see this? And I will tell her, No, I didn't see it. And I would just really sit there and ponder, like, How did I miss this? Because I am almost like big brother i and if you know what big brother i is um you congratulations for you but if you don't know what big brother i is big brother i is that all-knowing seeing eye that happens to see everything and just knowing that you see everything is great in an instance and also can be damaging in an instance because you can be called upon something that you don't really want to get yourself into and whenever that kind of thing happens you look at it you're not yourself but you look at the instance like wow why am i getting called by god why can i not just take a break you can't take a break with your big brother eye you can never take a break with your big brother eye you are the thing you are the uh, magnifying glass you or happen to see everything, and that's what I am. I happen to see everything, whether it be um, misplacements of things on cable television, whether it be me seeing a guy holding a boom mic <laughs> in a television show that's in the shadows or the reflections. By God, and I've seen some, and it makes me uh like upset when I see it. Because, by the way, good God, again, I am a major in communications and people might say by god a major in communications wow that's something no a major in communications is that i am majoring in communication but i also have a thing for journalism and with that uh i'm not sure if it's a i'm not sure if it's a double major but i have a my the main goal is communication but underneath like the subsequent is journalism or something of that whole priority but i know what i really want to do with that whole situation with this uh oh no it's communication and it's pr and journalism there it is sorry for sorry for that it's pr and journalism and i want to combine those two and use it in the media business in the whole social media world in the whole entertainment world in the whole entertainment market um i just want to use that 
and just really put my foot in the door. But I'll get back to that later. Um, Big Brother Eye. Let me get back to that. I'm able to see everything. I see everything. I look at things that people don't see. When I see things, I have to really show it out to my mother. I really have to show it out to my anybody that I see. And I show them exactly what I see. And they're sometimes like, wow, I didn't see that. Or, huh, how did you see that? Or how did you... What, what made that come to your mind when you looked at this? Or why did you happen to look at this? And I'm able to tell them, you know what? I looked at it because that's just what I do. Ah, oh, no, that sounds so narcissistic. So let me get real. Um, I happen to look at it because, you know what? I look around. I don't say nothing. I'm just a, I'm just a hole in the wall. A hole in the wall happens to be there, but nobody ever is noticing it. And then that hole just happens to either look at things or it just happens to be there me i happen to look at things because when you see a hole in the wall a hole in the wall can look at everything think about it when you make a hole right there in your paper your hole can see every single thing in that room and that's what i am i see Every single thing. I know who's the talkative one. I know who is a silent person. I know who is a conniver. I know who's a schemer. I know who's a genuine person. I know who's just trying to be around somebody because they want to gain something from that person. I know these things because I have looked at people. I have looked at certain things. I have looked at everything. I've looked at every possibility of why this person could be around this person. I have looked at every possibility of why this guy could be attracted to this girl or vice versa. This girl could be attracted to this guy or why these two people are friends or why did this friendship break up or just things in by the way, if I don't know something, I gladly will tell you I don't know. I just had a hunch, and sometimes my hunch is alright. Or sometimes, you know what, I'll just make something up. And guess what, kids? Making something up is not always a bad thing, because you know what? Even sometimes your makeups can actually be true. And you just happen to not know it until you say it out loud. And it actually connects certain dots with what you're saying to what the actual thing is. And I know that sounds confusing, but the people that know what I'm talking about are the people that happen to see a situation, they do it, and they make up a situation They can just be blowing completely farts out their butts. But, <laughs> somehow that is completely true and they just never knew it was so true in an instance but yet again i'm completely rambling that's me on big brother i i know i've seen every i've seen a lot of things i know certain things and throughout this whole process of my this whole podcast i'm going to just explain and just tell you what i've seen and what i saw and what i've learned I'm going to um, basically just be me. The me that my family gets to see every single day. The guy that is there. The guy that gets questioned about certain things. The guy that tries to help out. 
as much as he can the guy that um is just himself that the world just never got then the world never gets to see and that the only people that ever did get to see this side of me outside of my immediate family like my immediate immediate family my mother my father and my brothers and like my sister are my um close acquaintances and that were in high school with me my middle school and my elementary elementary goes back to tb he was a friend he was a matter of fact i call him i call him a friend because you know what i if i see him now we can still talk like we never missed a beat like we never missed a day of our single life like we just happened to just like one day saw each other and the next day we see each other and we'll just chop chop it up and just talk talk and i mean just talk about everything like what we're doing in life what he's doing in life what i'm doing in life what just what we're doing what we have been doing since the last time we saw each other i mean we just talk like we never really missed a beat he's my i if you call it day one that's a day one and uh i'm glad to have tb in my life whenever i do see him i just talk to him and it's cool it's still all uh cool with me and him and the people that are in middle school my acquaintances if i haven't seen them now they are still cool with me i don't have no ill will no bad blood towards them and the people in high school that i were acquaintances with i have no ill will or bad feeling about them if i happen to see them we'll still be able to chop it up with them as i see them but let me explain something to you right now and i know this is about to take a drastic turn and i know i'm talking quick if i have a problem with you i am a man that holds grudges and i mean i holds them i don't let grudges go i hold them until i am done with what i have to do i am a grudge holder i am that type of person i don't like people to be fake around me i don't like people that i've had a problem with you when i was in middle school and then now years have passed by and i see you i still have a problem with you i still have that exact same problem with you and i know you have probably might have grown into a different person you probably might be the exact same person that i've had a problem with you might have the exact same attitude and you might have not had that exact attitude you might have grown out of it you might be you might even be a better person but i still have that problem with you until i squash that with you and i know they say you know what you need to forgive them because it's not for them it's for you you know what i've lived a good life right now at the age of 24 and i know there's still baby term in um, the world aspect that's still a baby to people that are 60 they'll say to me boy you don't have nothing you you don't you haven't learned anything yet and they are true I haven't learned as much as them yet but I can't say I haven't learned anything I've learned a lot of life lessons a life a lot of life lessons right now and I'm just letting you know if I have a problem with you I'll let you know if I have a problem with you. I will tell you to your face that I have a problem with you. I hold grudges. I hold them. And that has withdrawn me for a long time. I'm a man that holds some grudges. And I can't wait to see other people that have wronged me. 
just get their comeuppance because you know what? I was the, always the kid that could never ever punch another person back. I could never ever like just straight up just whack somebody in their face because they were disrespected me. And in this life, the only thing you have in this life, ladies and gentlemen, are is your word. Contracts are meant for people to sign that don't have their word. I believe that if you have your word, you should stick to your word. If you say you're going to do something, you should do it. That comes down from my parents that have been ingrained in me. If you're going to do something, you do it. You don't pussyfoot around. Sorry to say that P word around you little children. That is not a good word to say. But it's in this terminology that I use it. What that means is, is that you do not lay, you do not be lazy about your business. You get your business done. If you say you're going to take out the trash, you do it then and there. You don't wait 10 minutes. You don't wait 20 minutes. If your mom tells you, Joe, take out the trash, I tell her, okay, cool. If my parents were to say, hey, oh, Joe, I need you to get me this. I say, all right, cool. I get up, I get it, or... If they tell me, yo, I need you to go to the store, I get up and go to the store. That's what I do. That is what I'm about. I, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. I don't lollygag around there. The, that's a better word to say. Use the word lollygag, kids. Um, Just always be a person of your words. Don't ever not be that because you are setting a precedence for people to look at you a certain way for being you know what he said he was going to do this or she says she, she was going to do this and she or he didn't do it and you're setting yourself into a low bar that you now have to climb out of or as they would say you're setting your you're digging yourself a hole and the more you do that you're digging yourself a bigger hole and then when you finally jump in you it's going to take you a long long time to Dig yourself out of that hole that you dug yourself in for saying that you would take care of the problem. You would take care of certain instances that you didn't do. But yet again, that's just me. I believe in those words. I believe that you are a person, that you should be a person of your word. And I don't know personally how we got on to this, but A, like I said, I like to jump, my brain jumps around them. More likely, my next episode, I'll have a better format. I'll have it more written out. Like I said, this is still a work in progress for me. I'm just trying to get it done. I'm just trying to get this out into the universe. Not in a crappy, stylistic way. I'm sorry if it sounds like that. But I'm still an amateur. This is the first episode. And uh, this is just the gift. And speaking of that, whenever it hits around the 45 to 50 minutes... Um, bracket on this podcast. I usually try to get into a segment that I have coined inquiring minds. And what inquiring minds is, is basically me picking a topic that I am just basically going to just probably talk about for about a good 10 to 20 minutes. So I'll leave the podcast at either an hour, five minutes, or an hour, 15 minutes. It might go longer than that. But here's the inquiry minds topic for this uh, episode. The inquiry minds topic is best day of the week to do work. And what I mean by work is 
you either have work to do at a job or work to do inside your house. And the best time to do, the best day of the week to do work is on a Wednesday. I choose a Wednesday because it is the middle of the week. And the middle of the week is basically setting down the foundation to how your weekend is going to go. If your weekend is crappy, that means your foundation on Wednesday was more likely crappy. If your weekend was great, your foundation was based upon what that Wednesday looked like. Because Wednesday is the middle of the week. It is the middle of the work week. It is the middle of your whole existence week. You understand? Wednesday is, okay, you're past the Monday slumps. And you're two days close. And you're about two days close to the Friday of freedom. Then you have the weekend to yourself if you live, if you do schoolwork or if you do office blue collar, not blue collar, white collar work. That Wednesday is your middle of the week to say, you know what? I am so close to, I'm so close. It is hump day. It is that day to know, okay, I can set up plans for my weekend. And because you could then look forward to your Thursday and your Friday. So whenever that Friday hits, you can get out of that job. And I mean, you can just straight up go to any destination that you acquired to pre-COVID. And even now, now um, with this whole vaccination going around, <coughs> this whole vaccination going around, you can still have to wear your mask, step one. Two, still social distance. But if you're in a enclosed area of people that you know that are not um, have any COVID symptoms, you are able to then enjoy yourself with these people. You have laid down that foundation on that Wednesday. But if you don't lay down that foundation on that Wednesday and you just happen to have a crappy Wednesday, by God, your whole Thursday and Friday might just be crappy. Because that Wednesday sucked. That Wednesday is literally that middle of the week destination that you are just trying to just just push along in your head. Let me just make it to Wednesday. Let me make it to Wednesday. Let me make it to Wednesday. When that Wednesday hit, you say, good God, it is Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. And you have that slight hesitation. You have the slightest of hesitation. And you don't know whether you want to okay let me make wins let me make plans for this weekend or you're gonna have that mindset what am i gonna do this weekend listen you might say what do you know you don't know that you're right i don't i'm just looking at what i've done i'm just looking at what i've observed from other adults from their time i'm just looking at things that I've seen, I'm looking at people that I have watched have a crappy Wednesday and their weekend is absolutely tanked. And then I've seen people on a Wednesday that were so high up and I mean high up as in like just excited, ladies and gentlemen, not 
the other high that we all know about. Um, they were just so excited to just be out there and just say, you know what, I'm a couple of days more close to being on the, my weekend, getting this Friday, going to Friday. They have more pep in their step. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, that was a yawn. I am so sorry about that. Um, I'll try to be more professional the next episode, much more. But yet again, amateur hour here. Um, you are literally laying down what you are hoping to do this weekend on that Friday. That is why I say you are, that's the best week. That's the best day of the week for work, as in office work and work-wise inside your home. Matter of fact, even work-wise inside your home. Wednesday is the middle week to decide, you know what? What should I do the rest of this week? Should I continue working inside this house or should I take a break this weekend to just clear out my mind or you can also whenever you're working inside a house because I've done this and I've seen my mother done this before too on a more likely on a Wednesday she would get all the preparations for okay here's what we're gonna do on the weekend she would get hotel reservations set more or less on a Wednesday because you will look at all the day all the pay rates that a hotel would give you on the weekend, on oh, Wednesday, God, God, Lord, I am so sorry again with this whole yawning thing, this took me a minute to even set my microphone up, ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, I am so sorry about how this whole yawning and situation has sounded, but yet again, I will really try to make it better the next, uh, next episode that you do hear from me, I'm going to try to make it completely better, but getting back to the topic at hand, Wednesday, Wednesday, work inside your home. Anyway, like I get back to my whole situation, my mother would look at hotel destinations on a Wednesday and see if it was good to go to a hotel that weekend. And then with that, with the whole thing decided, if we did go, we she would write down about she would write down. Okay, this is what we need. This is the shopping list that she would get. She would write down a shopping list and she would go out there on her days that she was at work and still able to get the groceries, bring it to us. And we have no idea about nothing until about a good Friday morning. She will let us know, hey, we're going to the hotel later. Pack your stuff up so whenever you get home, I'll be able to be here, get you guys, and we'll go directly to the hotel. See, that's what I'm saying. She set that up on a Wednesday. She set it up on the middle week, middle day of the week. I keep on saying middle week. The middle day of the week. I should say middle, middle of the week. She set it up on the middle of, she set it up in the middle of the week. She set it up and she let us know what we're doing. That is how I'm able to say we know that we know what we're doing that weekend because she set it up on a Wednesday. Wednesday, big W. Um <laughs> Big Dub. Big W. Um Yeah, she this that's how I know. That's how I know. Inquiry minds.
that's how I know that the best day of the week, best day of the week to do work is on a Wednesday because you set up the foundation for how your weekend is going to go. Because either you are either going to be excited to hit that Friday knowing, by God, I'm going to go out with my people and do what we do and go out here and just have some fun. Or you're just going to be inside the house and uh, just watch television and read a book, which is not, that's not a bad thing. Because like I said, like I said, remember when you go back to watch to hear this again, I said I'm an introvert. I stay inside the house. I like, that's what I like to do. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going inside your home, watching a movie or reading a book or just being on social media on your tablet, your laptop, your cell phone. There's nothing wrong with that. Or there's nothing wrong with playing video games and just having that experience of playing video games and going online now. Something that I never, something that I didn't have that option to do until I was about a good, ooh, ooh, ooh ladies and gentlemen, ooh, I was probably about ooh, 14, 14. Yeah, 14. I want, I want to say 14. Was it 14? 14, 14. I'm, I'm constantly saying 14 so much. Yes, that was 14 because I, I'm i not going more into that detail. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't have that op- option until about 14. I was, at age, I was at the age 14. And yeah, that is all for... My inquiry mind segment is the best day of the week to do work is on a Wednesday. I know it kind of got jumbled around the last couple last couple of minutes on the inquiry mind segment. But, hey, that's what I do. My mind jumps from, bounces from this and that, this and that. It just snaps from my brain here and there. But, like I said, this is still the first, this is the first episode. Um, this is me just letting you know who I am and as this whole um, thing goes, you're going to know more about me, you're going to learn more about me, you're going to get my opinions on a whole lot of things, you're just going to just get a whole lot of me, and have no fear, in certain episodes, I will have guests with me, and what I mean by guests, right now, as in the case, I will be having my brothers in with me from time to time, talking about certain segments, or certain episodes, they'll be in here talking with me, about certain things and with that all being said this is my two cents podcast that you have listened to i am gerald garrett i am glad to have presented this podcast to you this podcast episode entitled the gif in parentheses intro thank you